cliffcentral.com. I think that is the most appropriate song to play at this point in time. Huh? The coolest kids in Africa. I think we are, well, not the coolest kids in Africa, <laughs> but we're pretty cool. I think we're pretty cool. Yeah. Right? We're yeah. not too bad. Not too not, bad. Not too bad. Nah. Uh, Davido, man. Um, have you seen the music video for that yeah, track? Yeah, yeah. Very it's nice. dope, hey? Very nice. It uh, is. But um, I will say this. It, it ticks all the typical boxes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a walking in the street sequence. You have uh, a hot girl shaking her ass somewhere. You know what I mean? It's typical. It's straightforward. It's yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Tick- Basic and so simple. It's not that simple. Have you seen that girl? She's walking like a camel, like a horse. She's walking she's, like a camel. Oh, she's made from other heavens, bro. I mean, look, other I mean, life. Transform when when you see that. I you just no. What I'm saying is, she beats Bonang in twee. And uh, okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Thank I you for keeping know. out the bad vibes, Jack. Thank you so much for keeping out the bad vibes. The bad vibes, man. Were they bad vibes? No, they weren't bad vibes, but I mean, just for creating like an energy that's uh, there was just something else. I don't know. I, I can't find yeah. a word right now. No, but man, because for some it reason, was eclectic. For some, yeah, for man. some reason, uh, people ecle- just shut down. G. <laughs> yeah, and it's like mm, <laughs> off. Exactly. And then, I don't know how did we move from that. <laughs> To where we were just a couple of minutes ago. But he was on his own planet though, which was damn dope. No, this guy was living. No, I mean, look, I enjoy. I'm I'm just saying, thank you. All right, cool. Uh, I enjoy driving. You know what I mean. Mm. So when I do drive, the soundtrack must accommodate to my driving. You know what I mean. I was happy driving. Great music, by the way. Thank. Oh man, thank you. Awesome. Thank you. I try. I try. It's one of. I got a bone to pick. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious. I do have a bone to pick. Oh, you got a bone? Okay. I got an email earlier on today. From El Presidente Gerardo Cliff, <laughs> Gareth Cliff to you and I, okay? Um, I, it must have been a typo. I'm assuming it was a typo. So he sent an email, but in it he, had, he said, hi, everyone, instead of saying hi, now. <laughs> right. Even though it was to the whole team. Yeah. But, you know, he should have put my name there. Why? You, why? Why? I'm not, <laughs> why send me an email and not uh, address me directly, El Presidente? No. His I guess behavior you just, must just, just take it up with him. I, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna send him an email back, like hi everyone to you too. <laughs> but my name's Nell. Okay, I feel like you're I'm looking for special treatment. I know he's, he's just Jay, that guy who's you, you're being you're I'm being fighting for it. You are like deep even seriously right now. You sound unnecessarily. Like, you sound like a stepchild. Unnecessarily, that's yeah. That's actually, I'm, that's actually yeah. an appropriate way to put it. Seriously, you sound like a stepchild. Like <laughs> give me attention too. Yes. It. <laughs> okay, why not? Oh man, anyway, anyway We'll see where this goes we'll see. Man, welcome to it uh, We didn't even greet anybody Welcome to it It is 20-something With myself, just another cool kid As well as Neo Van Given And Miss Lundy How are you doing, guys? Uh, we're good? We're good well, we're Everyone's good. fantastic yeah. Being at home is bad for the mind Right? It is It is It is Because I realized bad that this week I I didn't go anywhere Like literally nowhere So this morning when I when I left the house I felt... I literally feel sick when I when I don't leave the house for at least three days. Oh, so so you, <laughs> so you I need felt to relevant. Ease in, I need to ease into the crowd because I literally get sick and start getting panic attacks. Like oh it's so goodness. bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. But I think I think the the the, the implications that come with being lazy are what I'm afraid of. Like there was this quote that I read. Uh, it says, 
fear of uh, failure should not be your biggest fear or whatever, like yeah. your your biggest problem. Yeah. Being successful at things that don't matter should be your biggest fear. You get what I mean? Hmm. So don't be afraid to fa- fail. At least you're doing something. Yeah. You know, sitting on your backside complaining the whole day is really irritating. In fact, there's a couple of people who have been uh, doing a lot of complaining of late. Um, the the picture. I mean, there's no way we're not gonna, you know, brush by that picture. I mean, it's Nelson Mandela, oh. Jacob Zuma, in the whole. It was brushed thoroughly, and you know, with many paints. Yeah, Gosh. man. You know, <laughs> I, I I never picked Jacob Zuma for a chocolate lover. Seriously, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think he was into chocolate that much. I I really didn't know. Let's 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 break this down it's for so a second, though. Distasteful, though. Like, just, why is it distasteful? That's what I was I, waiting I, for. Who? I, it just doesn't sit well. Just by the sight of it, just makes you cringe a little bit. Like, what? Maybe. Like, here's, do you know what I'm saying? Like, ooh. I think uh, the world is not going to come crumbling down because of, of course, a picture. Of course. I but think. What, hence, I never said anything about it. I just looked at it. and was like, okay. <laughs> what 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 concerns me is the events that led to that picture even being drawn. For someone to come up with that idea yeah. means that there's something happening. In that person's society In that person's life Yeah That would make him think Of expressing his Dislike Or his His his, uh, Whatever it is He was trying to Display For him to display it In that manner It means that it was there To shock And awe people You know He didn't just do this Like he didn't just wake up And Well mission accomplished Yeah I mean again But I believe it's the same artist Right Who did the other one as well Yeah Yeah Apparently he's obsessed with um uh, pre- President Jacob Zuma's genitalia Like <laughs> I had the same thought <laughs> like, I was like the obsession Because the guy He's got like a wall Full of Of, of those pa- paintings with, I'm like But why? <laughs> I mean It's it's He's he's our president And we live in this country You know And whether you are for him Or against him In some shape or form He affects your life And yeah. if that's how you choose To tell people You don't like what he's doing Then pfft, that's how you choose to tell people you don't like what he's doing, man. Mm, I think freedom of expression. That's that's the thing. You know, people are gonna get mad about you know um, because it's it's the president. We should all respect him in a certain kind of way or whatever. But I mean, everyone is allowed to their thoughts. Yeah, but where, where do you draw the line? Because Why? apparently there's there's a thin line between being disrespectful and and okay. expressing yourself freely. I just don't understand how it was disrespectful. It was just a thought. It was like, okay, amen. I'm, I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it isn't. Okay. I'm saying there's someone out there who's saying this is disrespectful. And, yeah. You know, so well. I'm, I'm asking, like, where's the line? Because it's very thin. Like, where do you draw the line? I when my mom know. showed me the picture yesterday, um, Jack immediately popped in my mind. Because <laughs> I knew he'd love it. And I told him this when I sent him, sent him the picture. Yeah. Uh, it takes you a few seconds, obviously. I think more because of... Uh, more so. You know, I think that's what sort of takes you back. Yeah. yeah. No, I wasn't really focused on President Zuma. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's okay. But seeing the two of them, especially in that position, it was like, well, okay. It took a few seconds, but then, but then I started laughing. It's like, wow, that's hilarious, actually. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that you say it's a reflection of the youth right now, the mindset, where the minds are, and a reflection of our environment, our society. That's what. That's the pain. Yeah. And unfortunately, and it's interpreted as. <laughs> no, but you know what? That 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 painting could just as easily be pro Zuma. As much as people might think that it's against him, it could mm. be just for him. Mm. I mean, when you consider the fact, like the ANC, their original mandate was 
what the EFF sounds like now, yeah. basically. You know, bring back the land, all of that stuff. In 1994, when things changed, Mandela was the person who was like, okay, let's compromise, let's try live together and all of that stuff, which was against what the ANC were about in the beginning. And given what uh, Jacob Zuma has been doing of late, our president is not an idiot, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I Your believe that guy, is there's not something cheap. there's something he's up to that people will only get in about two or yeah, three years. Yeah, you know what I'm thinking. In, in in my personal view, the whole nuclear deal and what and what and whatnot, Melusi Gigaba now becoming uh, the minister of finance, yeah, right? There's more to what meets the eye. Here's what I'm saying: these people are going to be in these positions, trying to set up the nuclear deal at the end of the year, whether or not Nkosazana becomes uh, president. Of uh, the ANC The ANC's rhetoric will be Look, we already started on a mission Let us finish it off mm. That's what I think is going on Anyway, uh, I think it's about time we jump into Our discussion for today, man uh, We've got a very Accomplished ind- individual That joins us this afternoon uh, In fact I think we should have You know, put on suits and a tie Cut our hair <laughs> You know what I mean? Come in well shaven. No, but then we'd be faking, you see, so. No, no, but I mean, just, just for the feel, for the aesthetic. Cause we're gonna go down and take a picture. We're gonna look like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> we're gonna look like our, our, uh, our guardian took us out for, <laughs> for some say, lunch. How about you living your truth? This I was is no <laughs> As long as he doesn't hold a check there and some people are gonna think, oh, sold. Yeah. And we would have been, you know. Yeah. 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 All right, but nonetheless, no pressure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've just been bought. No, it's fine. Okay, whatever. As long as, at least it was a black person that bought. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we are changing the tide, people. <laughs> we have revolutionized history. Oh man, uh, we are actually very fortunate and and thankful to be joined by uh, Mr. Siabongambanjo. I hope I said your surname correctly, my brother. Hundred percent correct. Thank you. Uh, th- Can we just tip that thing? Yeah, Can let's just, just like, tip it up. Yeah. Sorry. There we go. Awesome. Is that? Can Perfect. you hear yourself? Absolutely. You can. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us, my brother. Um, let me. Let me. I always begin interviews right at the beginning. Where did you grow up? How was life like at home? Like, mm. who was Sia twenty twenty five years ago? Wow. Okay. Jeez. Uh, uh, I'm. Uh, I'm a boy who grew up. Uh, Erumlazi Township, mm-hmm. Durban. Um, so, after a few years, I went to high school at a place called Utongati Nest, uh, which is now Crawford College, North Coast. Okay. And later on, I went to University of Cape Town. Um, when I finished, I worked for Moraine Roberts as a site engineer. And uh, then later on, I went into project management. I worked for various organizations such as the South African Reserve Bank, Old Mutual. Eventually um, joined uh, a group of, of guys uh, where we were running a group called Croy Holdings where we did all sorts of exciting things in construction, infrastructure development, property development and so forth. And, uh, and that's how I eventually got into the energy business. Um, so at the moment, I'm looking after a business called Sene. Um, I'm the managing director of CNS Southern Africa. So really cool. Uh, if uh, who was CI in high school? Like, cause I feel like you breezed right past there. I, I feel like there's a couple of stories there. Did you say it was like, yeah, well, we were in primary and then like, wait, who were you in high school? Because you know, there was a study that was done that uh, that found that the popular kids in high school ended up being at the bottom of the food chain in their adult lives and and the 
kids that were bullied and you know at the bottom of the food chain yeah. ended up at the top of the you know yeah uh, at the top of the ladder so considering the amount of things that you've achieved were you the bullied kid or were you the bully well fortunately uh in high school uh we didn't really have much opportunity to be bullied because we were actually founder students so our, our school was uh was formed in 1987 and that's when I started high school so that's a while ago um so not much bullying you know um he was like no it won't happen <laughs> <laughs> i'm your founding father damn you <laughs> so later on i think perhaps when i was in matric uh, we could have had an opportunity to bully let's say the standard 5s who were coming in or the standard 6s oh. and so forth but uh, but yeah I wasn't quite the most popular guy, but at the same time, uh, not not quite the type that uh, someone could have tried to bully. Uh-huh. Um, somewhere in the middle, you know. So you someone could have that, been a bully. You're someone a that uh, bully. could have been easily forgotten somewhere along the line. Um, so yeah. So you like being in the shadows, <laughs> going out, going about your own business, not really being seen, but achieving what you have to. Absolutely, very quietly. Ah, ah he was a wallflower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one always, always listening to conversations. You never know he's there, but he's there. <laughs> okay. Now, being uh, the managing director of, of uh, Senem affords you, uh, I suppose, I, I'm assuming, a lot of opportunity. Yes. Uh, having stalked your Twitter yes. account. Uh, I see you were at the Camp Nou sometime. Was it? Wow, was yes. it? How long ago was that? Whoa, that must have been three, four years ago. Ah, yeah. What was that like? I mean, I'm a Barcelona fan through and through. Yeah. I was crying last week when we lost to Juventus, but that's a story for a different day. Let's not. That was earlier on. This <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that. This, yeah. Let's let's not talk about it. But how was no. the Nou Camp? Well, uh, it's 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 quite something. It's a it's a massive stadium, and uh, and the atmosphere is absolutely electrifying. Um, it just so happened that I had bought my ticket in Madrid, and I had a Madrid ticket. And when I tried to get into the stadium, um, I was wearing a Barcelona shirt, and I was actually going to the Madrid section. Yeah. But as soon as the security officials saw that I was actually going to the um, Madrid section wearing a Barcelona shirt, they immediately intervened and said, Listen, <laughs> no, you are going to the wrong area, okay? You need to come this way. Yeah. So I didn't sit where I was supposed to sit because I was wearing a Barcelona shirt. When I got there, it was just on the edge of, um, you know, at the, uh, of the seating area. So I could actually see the Madrid fans hmm. right next to us. However, there was quite a high, Fence, yeah, separating the, the two. two, yeah, and that fence was uh, was literally moving the entire time because those fans were at each other's throats. Jeez. The whole so game. it's completely different. We think we're passionate about our soccer here. I think uh, it's a completely different ball. Game We've got here. no idea, no idea, no idea. <laughs> uh, do you have an even deeper association with uh, sports? Uh, soccer is it just well, soccer? No, no. I think it's it's sports in general. Yeah. Uh, in fact, it's one of my regrets. I think I should have gone oh. to the Olympics. <laughs> okay, for what exactly? <laughs> well, from athletics to squash to tennis. Uh, so I was quite a sportsman at sc- at, in high school. You were talking about high school as well as at university. Um, but yeah, at, at some point, you know, we have to we have to start doing other things as well. So, sure. But w- then how do you then come to a decision of 
doing other things. I mean, you, if, you, if you're going to use the word, especially regret, uh, you must have been quite decent at it. Maybe regret is a bit of a strong word. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right, you were just I suppose, okay. I suppose, uh, you know, we we make uh, we make we make our choices. So for yeah. sure. Yeah. So right, Sia is now in matric done with matric you got you you fly down to cape town yes and um what made you choose to study what you did i mean mm. with with basically the world in front of you that's that's the one thing i feel like we are not told in matric yeah is that the world is literally waiting for you to now do your thing especially yeah. with squash yeah <laughs> an affluent sport people. yeah for sure for sure yeah. you know yeah. um wh- why did you do what you did well uh I had quite a strong uh, influence back at home. Yeah. So uh, I indicated earlier that my first job was uh, I worked for Moraine Roberts, which was a construction company. Yeah. Um, back at home, uh, my old man, uh, his first job was at Moraine Roberts Construction back in the 60s. Um, so I grew up in an environment that, uh, that, that had construction, the built environment, architecture, engineering, and so forth um, around me. So uh, when it was time to choose careers, uh, I think we were afforded a fairly good opportunity to explore different careers. And, and I wanted to do something in the built environment. So it was really just a matter of, of choosing between yeah. the different professions within the built environment. You know, it's it's a lot of the times when when people hear you talking about pursuing a career in in things like construction mm. and uh, those those that type of industry, mm. a lot of us raise our eyebrows because we don't actually understand all of the things that come into place when you talk about things like construction mm. um there was an incident a couple I, was it last year or the year before when the bridge fell yes. on 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 the m1 yes I, I don't know who got blamed for that or if there's someone to be blamed but i mean those are the types of things you're gonna have to deal with when you're talking about massive construction absolutely and it kind of makes sense why you need to have a qualification to do that you know absolutely um you you mentioned earlier that uh your your father Worked for Marion Roberts as well. Uh, was what? What? What part did that play in 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 the decision to pursue construction? Um, you know, when I when I grew up, I indicated I grew up at Umlazi Township. Um, yeah. Over there on weekends, my old man would uh, would would take out odd jobs. We go and do some work at someone's house. We go and do a bit of work at a, an industrial park close by. Yeah. At some stage, when things were really going well, we could actually go to Durban North and do some work yeah. in, a, in a suburb. You yeah. Know? So that's uh, and and every time I would I would accompany him. So I knew all his tools. I knew um, I knew the work now. Um, so. You know, as a youngster, one just learned as we went along. However, when I and then I got to boarding school, so there was a bit of a distance between uh, myself and, and and my dad, and that also sort of gave me an opportunity to actually explore and and see some other careers, and then make up my own mind. So yeah. as much as uh, uh, there was an influence, ultimately it was uh, it was my own uh, decision. It's really cool when you're you're introduced to such an intricate thing at a young age. You know, now I mean now no one can take that from you absolutely you know you you mm. can go to uh, all the offices get your permits and whatnot and you can build your own little room <laughs> a, a in the back of the yard when the wife is you know a bit too loud you just 
escape to your man cave. <laughs> he, saw, he seems like the type of guy who would definitely enjoy playing with Lego. <laughs> right? Yeah, she's like building everything, you know, constructing various things. Uh, that, that, it seems like he would enjoy that a lot. Yeah. Now, my mother, my mother, wow, yeah. my mother, <laughs> is a very educated, one of those educated beings, I sure. think, you know, yeah. in your caliber of sorts. Mm-hmm. And that upsets me. You know why? Mm. Because now I can't. I don't have that first thing in my family. I can't be the first to say, "Yeah, I'm the first one to go to, go to university." Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But th- there seems to be in your family a very sorrow, sort of uh, strong education ethic and, uh, and a work ethic as well. But what what legacy are you continuing on for your uh, family? Like, what are you creating? What are you the first mm. sort of becoming? Yeah. Well, um, I think I think then you know perhaps our our our, our families are, are relatively similar in some way because my mom was uh, was a teacher initially and eventually a principal, a school principal. At some stage when I was in high school, she actually uh, left um, home to go to university to go and pursue her studies even further. Um, and uh, so so I learned quite a lot from that, and obviously it puts a certain amount of pressure on you as well but i think besides the pressure i think for 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 me what was mostly important was was uh, was that we were shown the correct thing to do the correct sort of direction to follow um so so i think that's what i did i'm the eldest at home um and then i've got a a, a younger sister who's two years younger than me and then uh, one who's uh, who came much later late <laughs> late lamaki mm-hmm. <laughs> um and uh and and so I I went to university I studied and so forth, and when my sister uh, finished, she also started pursuing, and uh, she happens to be a Kwanis Avere today. But I you know I'm quite glad that um, that she went that direction um, because clearly I, I must have I must have done something right as well. Yeah. So you learn from your parents, but. You know, you also need to set an example mm. for those who follow you, um, and, and 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 not just uh, within the family, but you know, the greater sort of uh, family and and society at large. You know, there's 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 a, a lot of people who don't know how to stop. You know, like it seems as if it's very difficult to make you stop <laughs> anything. Like for a second, let, can we just go through some of your qualifications? Uh, you graduated uh, with a Bachelor of Science uh, for Construction Management degree from the University of Cape Town in 1996. Yes. Uh, you hold uh, a Master's of Science and a Master's of, uh, in Business Administration degrees from the University of Pretoria. You know when. When people get a degree, they get to put on that gown and the hat. They feel like that's it, that's done. Yes. I've got my one. I'm leaving. What 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 makes you wanna go back and learn more? I actually haven't studied for quite a few years now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, what's, what's, uh, baby. Whoop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or at yeah. least, what made you wanna go yeah. back and do yeah. more? Look, I I always felt that uh, a lot of the undergraduate degrees that we that we do tend to be fairly technical in nature. So, and and the initial sort of jobs that we do, for example, my first job was site engineer. We were out on site, you know, with the dumpy level, with the uh, doing surveying work, etc. Mainly technical work, and and I always felt that perhaps 
you know, for me to develop even further, I needed to know, for example, um, get skills to be able to manage a project at a more macro level, uh, which is why I then did the initial master's degree. Um, and then later on, I wanted to learn a lot more about business, yeah. um, you know, general management, uh, being able to run a business successfully because uh, you cannot just do it by trial and error. Yeah. Um, so so the, those are the two sort of motivations uh, for me because I saw myself as a project manager ultimately, not just someone who is uh, an individual maybe managing a certain portion of a project, but managing a project as a whole, a complex pro- uh, project as a whole. So I felt that I needed to develop there. My target was to have a, a master's degree by, by 30, um, and, and I managed to do that. Um, in fact, when I did the second one, there was a slight overlap. So that's why I'm saying that I haven't, I haven't studied for quite a few years because uh, I did that some time ago. But yeah, uh, you know, uh, some some people, for example, uh, who are more academically inclined, would say, "But why don't you do it, a doctorate or something like that?" I'm not sure, you know. Um, I'm 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 motivated to go that far, but maybe later on in life, maybe like later on in life, when one wants to be more of an academic, yeah, uh, one can do that. I feel I've got sufficient skills for now to be able to do my job and do it well so the focus at this point in my career is to make sure that I do my job and I do it well really cool listen uh, we are hanging out with Siabonga Mbanjwa who is the regional managing director uh, at Sena Southern Africa and uh, you are listening to 20 something with myself just another cool kid Mr. Nell Van Given as well as Miss Londi Sam Uh, we we are in in a very interesting time at this point in time, yes. as far as the world is concerned, a, a lot of focus has been put on energy, more especially renewable energy. Yes, um, it it's it seems interesting from the outside in. I mean, we, we don't know half of the technicalities and all of the things that that happen. But you, what you're working on essentially could be as big as Thomas Edison and the light bulb, almost. Um, does th- does the importance of your work ever make you, you know, sidestep a little bit, like question, should I be here? Yes or no? You know? Of course. Of course. Of course. Especially when we get pushed back. Yeah. Um, because, you know, this is this is new territory. This is new territory in the world. It's new territory in South Africa. Uh, so there will be pushback, you know. So sometimes when you get pushback, then, you know, you start asking yourself, uh, is it worth it? Yeah. You know? But uh, but here we are. You know, we keep pushing. We keep because uh, we know it's the right thing to do. It's 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 the way uh, to 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 the future. I feel like did we leave this a little bit too late? Like, could we not have seen this coming? You know, the ozone layer and global warming and all of those. Like, could we not see this happening? I I think there is a bit of a debate out there. Um, there are um, a lot of scientists out there who say that we told you so yeah. so many years ago, etc., etc., and and you didn't listen. Uh, but I think what we must remember is that uh, there are all sorts of pressures out there. Um, so. We do have to forego certain things uh, when we decide to focus on renewable energy. Um, economic growth, industrialization was a lot more important back then. Um, and uh, and there were skeptics back then, you know, um, about whether this, this will really have a negative impact. 
uh, on humankind going forward or not. But uh, but 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 I suppose it's now clear. We can see um, the impact on on weather patterns and things like that. So 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 yeah. I mean, you say it's clear, and, you, and it's the way you're presenting it. It, it seems though uh, a large amount of people are sort of. Okay with it and, and seeing what is happening, uh, you know, and it's becoming clear to them as well. But when you talk about renewable energy, especially when you start discussing the environment, it sounds as though you're talking about a mythological creature. You're presenting this force that doesn't exist, and you need mm. to convince people with all kinds of research and facts and mm. figures, mm. and they need to see that for them to be able to to move with you. Should we still be there where we're battling people to say, okay, listen? This is an actual thing. We're not talking about Dracula or something <laughs> yeah, random like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I think, I think um, we need we need to be led in the right direction globally, and um, in South Africa, uh, as an example, um, at least I think at a global level, you now have agreements such as the Paris Agreement that was signed um, not so long ago. Where you've had the big superpowers such as China, the United States, um, South Africa is certainly one of those uh, that have now committed to, 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 to go in this direction. So that should say something to us. If global leaders can go and make those kind of commitments, you know, what are the real reasons why they are doing it? And, um, and I think, you know, I'm, 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 I'm saying it's obvious because I think we are starting to see some rather weird weather patterns out there. Uh, it's no longer as straightforward as it was to yeah. predict what will happen as far as the weather is concerned. We're having more uh, extreme sort of weather um, patterns. So, so, so that's why I'm saying that you know we we are starting to see this. So it, it should not be a a, um, a mystery. It should not be a mystery. It's something that uh, certainly we should be going out there and educating the public about, and making sure that everyone, even even you know my five-year-old, should be able to 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 know what we are talking about. My ten-year-old must be able to know what we are talking about, um, because this is something that each and every one of us should be able to 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 do something about. You know, some as Neo mentioned earlier on, like it it seems like it's this mythical creature. You know, um, as you're saying, people need to be told like what's going on because a lot of the times we we think about these problems and these situations and we feel like from our little position there's not much we can actually do. Mm. But from the little that we do, it it adds up to a lot when your next door neighbor is doing it, your friends are doing it. You know what I mean? It yes. it becomes a how contagious in yeah. a sense, you yeah. know. And I, I look at some of these guys that connect, uh, collect these empty two-liter bottles and all of that stuff. Yes. And people on the road get irritated with them because they want to drive somewhere. But I feel like those guys are providing a, a much-needed service that we are not choosing to 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 take part in. You know what I mean? But is there a way for us to, you know, get that message across? Have you um, heard of any plans to? You know, educate the masses on a large scale. Yeah, I. You know, in South Africa, we have the Department of Energy as an example, which basically is the department that is the custodian of energy policy. So, so they determine um, what our energy mix is going to be. For example, yeah. So they determine whether we will continue to be dependent on coal. Uh, 
which is basically where we come from. Uh, they will determine whether we will go for renewable energy, uh, gas, uh, nuclear, and so forth. Yeah. So I think the role that they play is is crucial because they can make a decision that, okay, from now on, we want at least 50% of our electricity to come from um, renewable energy sources. Yeah. That that can happen, okay? So they play an absolutely crucial role. And then we have uh, an entity such as ESCOM, which is basically our utility, um, and that is the entity that, um, that, that implements a lot of that uh, energy policy. So they build the new power stations. They, uh, even if you're an independent power producer, uh, if you want to sell power um, to the public, ultimately you've got to go through ESCOM. Yeah. So I think ESCOM also plays then an, a very important role in terms of determining um, or putting together schemes. If you recall, back in 2008, we had uh, power cuts. Yes. Um, since then, massive power cuts, um, load shedding and so forth. And what ESCOM started doing is they started uh, giving the public incentives. So for you to reduce your, um, your, 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 your electricity usage. So they said if, if for example, you want to um, change your, your normal geyser into a solar geyser or into a heat pump uh, or you want to put solar PV panels, we will actually subsidize that. Ah, okay. okay. Yeah. Because the capital cost for renewable energy is still high because of the lower usage. Oh, okay. Um, so that, that, you know, they did have such a program. Unfortunately, ESCOM has stopped that program. Um, but it was a very, very good program. And, um, and that's, and that's, that's just an example of some of the initiatives that can, that can be implemented out there. Um, but we need to be led by organizations such as ESCOM. We need to be led by organizations such as the Department of Energy. And through that, the public will start seeing value in yeah. actually implementing this. Yeah. Um, even when load shedding has now disappeared, like it has, um, you know, you start seeing the benefit in that your bill, you know, is, is reduced at the end of the yeah. day yeah. instead of, uh, in, yeah. So, so, so I, I think that's how we can, we can make the change out there. All right. That's really cool. Um, let's, let's chat about Senna. How did yes. you find out about Senna? Why did you join Senna? Well, <laughs> um, I, you know, a few years back, uh, when the renewable energy independent power producer program started, that was back in 2011. Um, we, so I was uh, running a, 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 an infrastructure development and investment company. And, um, so opportunities to put together consortia, uh, that will bid for these renewable energy projects, um, uh, arose. And we then decided to put together a consortium because a lot of these renewable energy projects were new. Um, for South Africa, the technology was foreign to us. We were, we were very good in, in developing coal power plants, but we had never developed uh, renewable energy power plants. So what we needed to do is to go out into the rest of the world and find experts in that area and find companies that had actually uh, developed these types of plants and that knew how to make sure that you succeeded uh, the first time around without, uh, you know, so, so we, we, we found a few companies and, uh, and Sene happened to be one of those. 
Um, we then put a consortium together. We, 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 we submitted a bid. Unfortunately, we were not successful with the first one, but the second round, uh, we were eventually, um, uh, uh, successful. Yeah. Um, and so basically, Sene was, was a partner. We then developed the first power plant, which is a 50 megawatt concentrated solar power plant in the Northern Cape. Um, and then, you know, the, the, the relationship sort of developed from there. So yeah. after, after a few years, um, I, I, I was requested, uh, to, 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 to a meeting, you know, to, to, to meet and, and, uh, and the rest is history. As they say, the rest is history. <laughs> ah, man. So, uh, you know what? We, we, we're going to change pace a little bit. Okay. Cause this is, this is what we kind of do. You know what I mean? Uh, we, 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 we put weird people. Well, not weird people. <laughs> we put two people in weird situations. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we are going to be joined by a, a brother by the name O Rashid. Yes. How you doing, fam? I'm all good. And you? I'm chilled, man. Something's not right with your microphone. Uh, can you come closer? Okay. There you go. I'm good. Good. How you doing, my brother? I'm awesome, man. Thanks. Uh, I understand you are part of a really, really cool, dope, fresh, Event called Back to the City. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Uh, how how did you get? Why Back to the City? Why? What is it about Back to the City that made you want to be a part of it? I've been there since day one. Um, since day this one. is our eleventh year. We started in two thousand and seven. Yeah. Um, our, our first event was um free. Yeah. Under the bridge. Under the bridge. In yeah. Utah. In Utah. Yeah. So, and it took us like four years to get a sponsor. Yeah. You know? So um, it's been growing ever since. Last year we had like 26,000 people. That is crazy. Uh, what spawned the idea? Was it just purely the love of hip hop or how did it come together? It was, it was strictly for the love of hip hop. We were not, we were not looking even at the money because we put all, um, the hip hop sessions around Joburg from the townships and we brought them Together, um, uh, yeah, to town. That's why, hence, it's back to the city. Yeah. So yeah. We, we took people from Tembisi Suwe to the Val and brought them back to the city. That's how it started. That was, that's that was really innovative. And when you think about it, in 2007, hip hop was still trying to, you know, make its own in this country. It was somewhat of a niche, especially with the culture. Yeah, there was know? like two people, two groups eating. It was Squatter Camp and whoever else. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's seeing that the, the the game has come so far, and you guys are eleven years in, um, what what more should hip hop be doing, or is it is hip hop where it needs to be at this point in time? It's not. There's a lot that we can achieve in terms of. Um, I'm gonna make an example. Like you know, um, there's an event called Opikopi. Yeah, which is um. Ten times smaller than our event, yeah. But it gets like twenty million and 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 sponsorship, and we don't even get half of that, yeah. You know, so we still have a long way to go. That that is, it's amazing to hear things like that. I mean, when you when you see the amount of content that these hip hop artists are putting out, the music videos, the the work that is being put out there, and and yet you still find you know differences in uh, sponsorships and all of that I, for me it's ridiculous why why is that such a struggle though why is it such a battle especially uh, for your event looking it's one of the premier south african events that happens for sure uh, then why should an event like yours still struggle as if it's it's still starting out i mean 11 11th edition that's it's yeah. a long time i think um most of these corporates don't don't care about hip hop they care about numbers. That's why they started 
coming in when we reached 10,000 people in attendance, you know, because they were after the numbers. They, they really didn't care about, um, the same, the same, um, company that organizes back to the city. We started, um, SA Hip Hop Awards five years ago because we were tired of complaining about the, 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 the summers, the metros, whatever. We started like the hip hop awards. And after five years, we still don't have a sponsor. That's crazy. That's our struggle. That is crazy. Uh, you know, considering I can only imagine how much you have to go through to try put that together. How do you feel when, you know, you, you find people like Casper Nuvez throwing an award on the floor? And I do believe it was a hip hop, uh, SA hip hop award. It was, it was SA hip hop awards. Um, rappers will, will always act up, you know, in public and then apologize in private. Yeah. You know, they, they never gonna post about that on Twitter and say, yo, I'll call the organizers to apologize. Yeah. But they always do. Uh, back to the city going down, uh, is it next week? 27th, next week, yeah? um, 27th of April every year, Freedom Day. Freedom Day. Why that day? Let me ask. I, I was going to ask actually. Why Freedom Day? We just wanted to celebrate freedom the hip hop way, like bringing everybody. Like a lot of people, when you talk hip hop, they think rap. That's not even half of it. Yeah. So if you want to really experience hip hop, come to back to the city. There's skaters, there's Graf. b-boys, graffiti, yeah. DJs, basketball, anything, you, fashion, anything you can think of when it comes to hip hop, not just rappers. Yeah. Now there's obviously various ways uh, that you can source tickets, get tickets, uh, but someone out in Durban, uh, Sabel was saying that he's been looking for tickets out in Durban, but he, I suppose he's been struggling. I'm, I'm sure found. there's Edgar's, there's Jet in, 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 in Durban, cause we, we like, um, selling through those, um, common outlets that you can find a- anyway. You know, a, a lot of people, um, have felt Considering that I've, I've been to a couple of, uh, back to the cities, I think I've been to about four. Yeah. There has been a change, you know, I mean, even with rappers, you find a rapper who's underground mm-hmm. and then gets signed to a label, makes big money, and then things start to change a little bit. Yes. You know, do you still feel that the essence is still there? Like, do you still think back to the city can be, uh, a commercial success without being commercial? If I make sense? Back to the City is a reflection of SA Hip Hop. At that you, point in time. Yes. Yeah. In 2007, we had Squatter Camp as, as a headliner. In, in 2017, we had Casper Nyovest as a headliner. Those are two different generations and styles of hip hop. And a person who is, who was like 25 in, in, in said he's over 30 now. Yeah. You know, so, and, he doesn't relate to the MTs and the nasty C's. So we have a new audience. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it, it basically you grow with the times. Yes. You have to adapt or die, basically. Yes. So we can't say, we can't say this is not the hip hop that I know. So I'm going to stick to that. No. Uh, hip hop evolves. Hip hop evolves, man. I think it has to, though. You, you have to grow with the youth, you know? Yeah. Because for sure. by and large, that remains the. The audience and the market for a long time, uh, like you're saying, uh, throughout the ages, you know, you, you might still be 30 and you've been going there for a few years still. Yeah. Um, so you have to adapt. You have to listen to sounds that you are unfamiliar with. But is it difficult to convince the conventional hip hop, uh, consumer 
of the changes? Because I mean, you know, obviously it's hard to introduce the new styles and to to reflect what's currently going on to reflect the youth. Is it difficult to to convince your what would you call what what you would call your expected hip hop consumer? Fall back to the city because I mean, it's got it's got an aesthetic to it. It's got a very yeah. raw. Mm. It used to be, but not anymore, because it's been changing over the years. And like last year, the eighty percent of the attendees were like little kids, like who were, <laughs> who wanted to see. They even booed Ben Shapa. There's a rapper called Ben, ben Shapa. Yeah, he he got booed by the kids because yeah. they they were waiting for Nasty C. And when Nasty Nasty C came on, they lost their minds. Yeah. So I think as 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 a as a hip hop head. You don't need any convincing. Just don't don't be stuck in one era, you know. Just um, learn more about different types of music when it comes to hip hop. Let, let, let's talk about some of the highlights. Uh, is there one um, back to the city that you remember particularly for a special reason, maybe? Well, I never get to see any because I'm, I'm working. Working, yeah, yeah. I'm working, but I, um, I, I check it out because we record everything. I check it out like later. I think um, the first time we brought an international artist, it was 2013. Uh, we had an EMC, yeah. Master Ace Group, and yeah. that was really awesome. You know, so ever since then, we've been bringing these international acts. That's really cool, man. Yeah. Uh, talk to us a little bit about this official chant song that Back to the City has. What's going on with that? Is there anything special behind that? Not really. It's, it's just a song that we want everyone to 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 listen and and know, so that on the day we're gonna do something special around that. Very cool. I suppose go check it out next week. The lineup is insane. As of as always, as is yeah. every year. Yeah. Uh, you were saying tickets, how can they be sourced? Um you can um go get them at Edgar's Jet. Um I forget the, these other stores, but yeah. You can go online at back to the city dot com and all the info is there. All right, man. So uh how do we keep up with you, my brother, on social media platforms, uh even back to the city. I'm sure there's a social media uh What's this profile or something like yeah, that? Um, yeah, you have to have a presence these days. Yeah, we we do um back to the city SA on Twitter. Yeah. Um on uh Facebook it's back to the city fish festival. All right, dope yeah. man. Uh oh Rashid, my brother, thank you so much for hanging out. Uh I wish we could have talked for much longer. It's just that we don't have time. Uh thanks for coming through. So uh Freedom Day, back to the city. Are we going? Yes, no, maybe. It's Think one of those it. um not to be missed. Yeah, no. well, not to be missed. <laughs> They've never been to one. Yes, one of those that I've not been to. Like, there's a couple of these major sort of you have to go. Like, a, yeah. like your comrades event. Yeah. We have to. This is the biggest ah. hip hop festival in Africa. I know. Understand I know. that. <laughs> Trust and believe, man. You well, know. Obviously, we're going. I mean, okay, fine. We're going. Sote. Sote. We're taking uh, Sia as well. Sia, I'm, I'm coming. I'm right. For real? Yeah, straight for up. Sure, we're taking sure. Sia as well. Yeah. And we'll go hang out. We'll go hang out. Have a good time. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Uh, Brother Sia, how do we keep up with you on social media platforms? Um, I'm at, uh, at Sia Mbanjwa. Um, that's Twitter. Yeah. Um, and then what? Facebook, Siabong and Banjo. Ah, so There's safe. plenty of us there. Yeah. But, uh, good luck. <laughs> um, and then, uh, I'm, I'm also on Instagram. I think, uh, I'm Siabonga dot Banjo. 
um, yeah, at That's on Instagram. Are you going anywhere anytime soon? Going on a trip sometime soon, perhaps? Um, not planned as yet. Not planned as yet. You just, might just decide just, to just, just going to the Eastern Cape uh, next oh. week. That's all. Ah, okay. Ah, for okay. Kind. Yeah, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Thank you guys so much for coming through. It's been really interesting. Uh, you know, I feel like every time we come in here, we learn something. You know what I mean? Minds it's, open up. Yeah. It's a new conversation. It's, it, this should be an everyday thing. <clears throat> hint, hint, Rina. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But uh, it's about time for us to get out of here. But before we do, um, you know, I, I, I lost a, a loved one recently. Uh, you know, Beverly Shibisi, who is the sister to a person I consider a brother. So she's my sister as well. Uh, she passed on as a result of uh, complications with kidney failure. But, you know, Tomorrow we lay her to rest And she'll always be in our hearts man And I feel like the energy of today's show Just was a part of what she gave us Like she was, you know, joking, laughing, smiling all the time So, you know, Bev, love you sis Rest in peace Just like that, we gotta be out of here uh, Palisa instructed me to do something uh, If I don't do it, hey, I'm gonna be in serious trouble you know how Palisa how mad Palisa gets, right? Dude. Yeah, she might just walk in here and chop my head off. <laughs> oh yeah, I, sins. I, I, you see, I'm listening, Palisa. I promised I listen. Watch, watch, wait. Three, two. Oval, he says Oh, oh, rugby. Uh, Springboks. Uh, rugby ball cup nineteen ninety five. Front Lopino. Uh, uh Nelson. Yes, yes, Nelson Mandela. Pictionary. Know your partner. She draws an arrow pointing up a nostril. He says, hmm, marble, raisin, uh, one rand coin, no, stones, uh, peas, no, uh, macaroni, dinosaur, dinosaur, yes. Pictionary, know your partner. Cliffcentral.com.